Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mahita Talks. I'm your host, Sherry Altergott, the Chief Experience Officer at the CX Edge. I'm so excited today to have my good friend, Holly Duddy, who's the Corporate Recruiter at ProLift Toyota Material Handling. Welcome, Holly. Hi, Sherry. Thanks for having me today. Oh, thanks for coming on. This is always fun. We haven't spent too many podcasts thus far talking about recruiting, talking about the employment market. And I think there are so many changes that have happened in this recent year, and it's always been such a primary focus of a lot of material handling dealers. So I'm excited to jump right in. If you're ready. I'm ready. Or I hope I'm ready. (laughs) So I was hoping, I always like to start these off so our audience just knows our guest a little bit better. But do you mind telling me a little bit about ProLift and your role there? Sure. So ProLift uh, Toyota Material Handling, we've been around since 1978 um, as a dealership. Toyota actually bought our dealership back in 2007. And we operate in Kentucky, Indiana, and Ohio, and we roughly have um, over 450 employees, and 220 of them are technicians. So that's that's the main focus of what we do, is hiring technicians to take care of our customers. And I think that's a pretty similar um, makeup in terms of roles within material handling, that on average... A lot of the different dealerships I've seen have about half of their employee population are field service technicians. So kind of looking back at this last year, we're kind of on this sort of anniversary cusp of the beginning of the pandemic. And, um, you know, I think we've all experienced a lot of changes, certainly in our lives and in our jobs. But have you seen recruiting really change as a result of what we went through this last year? So um, a lot, we had to make changes quickly. Um, For here at ProLift, we had um, three months that we didn't hire anyone. We wanted to see where this pandemic was going to lead us. Um, Mm -hmm. Saw that our business um, really almost increased with the demand for forklifts and forklifts being serviced. Uh, We came out almost like in a hiring blitz and we had to adjust to make sure if we had face-to-face interviews, we were gonna be safe, we were gonna take their temperatures, um, we were going to wear a mask in the interviews. And then a lot of interviews were, were done online, so they wouldn't even have to come in. Now, do you think that that's something you'll maintain as we kind of move out of the pandemic, the ability to use some of those technologies like Zoom or other forms of interviewing that you might not have really considered previously? I think so. I don't think it's going to be the end-all be-all because there is something to be said for um, in-person interviews. There's so much body language that you really cannot pick up on um, during that interview, but it's really nice to have these technologies for someone that's out of town looking to move back into town or looking into relocation, Um, and really that first part of the interview can be done online. So kind of sticking on the the subject of technicians and hiring for technicians, I understand that you started utilizing Mahita's CFT program, which is the Certified Forklift Technician Program. Um, It's a newer program to Mahita. Um, I know some dealers have started to adopt it, and ProLift really is on the forefront of that. So I was wondering if you could give me a little bit of insight into what the program is and what your experience has been with it so far. 
Oh, Sherry, I'm so excited about the Certified Forklift Technician Program. Um, we are still in the beginning phases of this. We are partnering um, Prolift. There's a, two other dealerships, Yale and Cardinal Carrier. As employers, we've joined and said, hey, we are interested in this program. And it's being ran, well, really the trainer and the push for this program is it's a partnership between JCTC, which is a local community college, and then also um, Kentuckiana Works, which helps um, that diverse work group join the workforce as well. So we're all partnering saying, hey, there is a need um, for this business to hire forklift technicians, and we're all coming together, and hopefully we're going to be able to pilot this program in May. And with this program, there's, there's two different portions of it. There's an e-learning portion of it and a hands-on portion of it. The first portion of the e-learning is going to take roughly 60 hours, and then the hands-on portion will take up to 90 days. So we're still uh, working out some of the logistics of it, but the goal is to have this program going by May because there's definitely a need. There absolutely is. So when you when you talked about the online or the e-learning and the hands-on learning, who actually conducts that learning for the candidates? It's going to be um, an instructor from JCTC, the community college. And right now that instructor is being um, certified so that he's going to be able to teach the program. And this instructor has been with JCTC in the automotive program for 15 years. So um, it's going to be something to, to add on to his portfolio as well. And he is being certified using the CFT program through Mahita. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. You know, like, Training the trainer. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I Mahita has been working on this program for a while and, you know, got a lot of different feedback from different parts of the industry. And I think it came together so beautifully because within the local community colleges and all of our communities, there's such a tremendous resource for people even trying to even figure out what they want to be, you know, that aren't ready or don't want to go away to a four-year university or are interested in the trades. And so it, it's such a great fit, I think, really partnering with the community colleges to to get this done. And are you um, are you doing it at all of your locations or are you just starting in, in one location? This is our first location um, in Louisville, Kentucky for the um, CFT program. Perfect. Now, the, the CFT program is certainly very exciting, but recruiting for technicians, I think, has always come up as a challenge for a lot of material handling dealers um, for a number of different reasons, but because you need so many of them. You know, I, I joke sometimes that there's almost nobody in the material handling industry that went to high school thinking they would be in the material handling industry. I never even knew what that was until I started working in this space. Um, you know, so it also has a problem of visibility that people just don't know about it, whereas people know about automotive and maybe some of those other areas. So what other methods have you really utilized to effectively hire field service technicians? So really, we've had several methods, and I love that you brought up the point that no one knows about material handling. So um, when I first came into this industry six years ago as Prolish Corporate Recruiter, I was like, wow, we need to get our name out there. So we've implemented an applicant tracking system, um, have several partnerships with vocational schools 
um, ProLift, we've even sponsored a room at Lincoln Tech in Indianapolis. Um, so we have access to go into this room, talk to students, and really showcase who we are. Because the goal is, is we need to get our name out there. So that's on the, I always say, the front facing side. On the back end side, we need to make sure that we're able to um, get our jobs out to all various job boards so that they are aware of these opportunities. And for a company, 42% of our new technicians, they are referrals. So my biggest um, push to other dealerships would be if you don't have um, a technician referral program, you need to make sure you get one in place because that's um, you, you can push that out to, their, to your associates and you know what? Normally, if you have an employee referral, those are the associates that are going to stay longer with your dealership. Employee referrals are a win-win. Yeah, I, I love employee referral programs. And, you know, there are some people who've been a little bit skeptical of, you know, somebody just going to refer everybody. And the answer is no, because not everyone's qualified. And you don't want to, it makes you look bad. I would never refer somebody that I didn't feel would really fit in culturally and would do a good job. You know, nobody's um, gonna refer their loser cousin that isn't gonna show <laughs> up to work, right? Um, and and I, I love that you mentioned, um, I am familiar with Lincoln Tech in Indianapolis and uh, I've worked with them in the past as well as UTI. And um, I think it's such an important strategy that I think as an industry, we probably don't focus on enough. I think for the survival of our industry, we need to start giving it recognition at the high school level, you know, and mm -hmm. certainly at the trades level for sure. And that's something we all have to do. I think Mahita's done a lot of work, MHI's done a lot of work, but us as individual, you know, dealerships and organizations really need to focus on the local level because we have those relationships. We do. And, and honestly, to me, in regards to trades and promoting that, um, I always feel it's it's each one of our responsibilities and it could even start as early as middle school Absolutely. to get them thinking about um, this trade and join this industry. And it's a viable career path and I hope that you know for all the bad that came out of last year I think some good came out from the perspective of the field service technicians work this whole time. You know, sure um, yes, I heard a very few field service technicians being let go. You know, it is a critical job that will stand up to recessions and other economic factors because of the tremendous need for them. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to promote that more too. You know, so I've, I've been in the industry for a while and I've talked about recruiting and kind of cultural fits within organization as a component to recruiting. And um, so I was looking at your take on what you really believe is fundamentally more important, a cultural fit or a technical fit uh, for a role? So for a technician role, we need we really need two aspects. We need um, for you to have the aptitude. At, at ProLift, we can train you. We spend $40,000 your first year getting you trained up because we need you to be successful. But we also need you to have the attitude. So if you can bring us the aptitude and attitude, um, we believe you could be a good fit for ProLift. But overall, you, honestly, you need both in a field technician career because you are, I always say, you're the person in the red cape that walks into that building that's the face of ProLift. Mm -hmm. 
And that's so important to acknowledge because I've heard um, and seen a number of people because of the need for hiring field service technicians that they hire the first person that you know might have that technical fit. Um, but because they are the face, unless you can really have those genuine conversations and gain customer trust, you're not really a good field service technician, even though maybe you could technically do the job because there are those two you know, components to it. Right, aptitude and attitude. Awesome, <laughs> I love that. I don't think I've heard those together. I, I might have to steal that from you, I'll tell you in advance. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Mahita's done a lot of work around, and you know, I think over the last 20 years, we've talked a lot more about diversity in the workforce. Um, I would arguably say that the material handling has had a hard time getting there in terms of true diversity when you really start looking at the demographic makeup of a lot of material handling companies. You know, what do you recommend to help get a more diverse workforce? So to get, well, really, there's almost two parts to diversity. So, um, so I'll tell you what ProLift is doing right now. Um, my director, Sasha Powers, she has really taken this initiative and we're doing trainings for our associates. We have, um, for all management, we're putting them through diversity, diversity training. We're also sending some of our top women leaders to Mahita's, um, actually the, their leadership. I was gonna say conference, but it's online. So I was kind of stuck there for work. <laughs> we're sending a group of our, our top um, women leaders to this conference as well. Um, also on the recruiting side of it, we have put all of our jobs on, there's a big push for diversity websites right now. And so we've located all these websites and we're pushing all of our jobs out to them as well. So we're really putting, um, it's almost like a twofold effort for the diversity because it's definitely okay. something that um, needs our attention. And you're completely correct about um, this industry. Almost, we need to work a little bit harder because we're not, uh, I would say, all spooled up in the diversity sector. Mm -hmm. And I think I've seen a lot of positive signs. I think there are people going in that direction. I'm really interested about the diversity training. Is that something that you guys developed internally or a, a third party training system that you're utilizing for your hiring managers? Um, we just hired a learning and development specialist uh, four months ago and she has put together this training. Um, she has gathered it from, are you familiar with Sesame? Yes, yeah. So, um, there's a training out of Sesame. She's taken a couple different diversities trainings, um, put them together with her magic, <laughs> her L&D magic, and mm -hmm. um, we're sending all of our um, management team through this program. And then eventually it's gonna go roll down to our associates as well. That's awesome. What kind of feedback have you received about the training from your management team? They're excited about it. And it's a lot of um, what I find is so interesting is that unconscious bias. So no one really realizes they have this until you sit through a training. You're like, I need to be a little more aware because diversity is more than what everyone pictures diversity to be. It's really, let's say you and Sherry, we like each other because you have dark hair like me and you're in a green sweater celebrating St. Patrick's Day. So automatically I'm connected to you. That's unconscious. Mm -hmm. And you don't even realize you know you do this uh, because you're not aware of it. So it's mm -hmm. really, to me, 
making our associates, our management team more aware. And that's what they've said. Hey, this is, this is good stuff. Yeah, I think that I've seen some of those. And I think what comes out of it is things that you never recognize. So I, I applaud you and your team for putting that on because it's a fantastic initiative. And it changes the mindset of what diversity means, to your point. Diversity is not just race and gender. You know, diversity is a whole myriad of other things as well. And all of them need to be included in some capacity, but it's that recognition of what they are. Um, so kudos to you. I think that's that's awesome. Kind of switching gears a little bit more. You know, we talked about nobody goes to high school thinking they're going to be in the material handling industry. Um, but now that you're in it, you know, I can certainly sense a passion from you. I've had the pleasure of meeting a number of people from ProLift through actually the women's conferences that Mahita hosts. Um, and there is this passion about the material handling industry. But what do you love about being in this space? So I will tell you, I, um, I was a recruiter previously in my previous life and I was in healthcare. And um, you know, healthcare, it was really trending for so long. Like that was almost like the buzz place to be. And um, when I came to material handling, I, I, never, I never looked back. And it's really because I always say we employ the best associates. We have the best um, technicians, we have the best administrative associates, the managers that I get to work with, um, they're the best. Prolift amazes me um, and this industry amazes me how we can hire and get people so excited about this industry and everyone wanting to help one another. I couldn't agree more. That's what I really love about this industry is the, the willingness to help and to help others succeed. And I think we saw that more this year than we've ever seen that. You know, you saw competitors helping competitors and, you know, the involvement in Mejita has been tremendous. So I couldn't agree more. It certainly is a community. Um, mm -hmm. no matter what product anybody's selling or what market they're in. So um, thank you for that. So you have made it to our lightning round session. Oh gosh, okay. So the lightning round is 10, I'm gonna ask you 10 questions. I need the first answer that comes to your head. Now I've tried to keep these as appropriate as possible, but I cannot be held responsible for what comes out of your mouth, okay? Oh God, I'm nervous. <laughs> if this isn't fun, this is always our listeners' favorite part of the podcast. So um, to get to know you a little bit better, start, and I wish I'd start easy, we ease into this. What movie can you watch over and over again without getting tired of it? Titanic. Yeah, and that's a long one too. Are you more effective in a group or on a one-on-one -on -one basis? Group. What is your hidden talent? What is my hidden talent? Everyone has one. I'm a boss at parallel parking. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm a boss. <laughs> in Kentucky, do you have to do it that often? I do. Um, and I actually, I really enjoy it. <laughs> Hidden talent. I don't know. My husband is always um, very impressed with my skills <laughs> when it comes to parallel parking. Well, I have to check that out someday. Um, if you were a ghost and could possess people, what would you make them do? All sorts of people. I would make them um, be nice to everyone, even if they're not like the other person. Be nice, no matter who they are. 
That's a good answer. See, I would go way more selfish. I would possess my daughter to clean her bedroom. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not um, saying that I'm going to possess my sons to do that. But <laughs> what is your favorite game to play on your smartphone? I don't. I don't play games on my smartphone. You don't. I'm sorry. Right, what's your favorite board game to board game or card game? Oh, sorry. The game, sorry. Oh, the game, sorry. I was like, you're like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that was fun. fun. If you haven't played it, you have to play it. It's fun. I did just buy it at the beginning of the pandemic, and it is <laughs> it is a fun game. It's very um, fun. Do you prefer Netflix or Hulu? Uh, Netflix. Would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? Well, if I'm going to tell the truth, it's 10 minutes late. <laughs> I hear you. I want to be 20 minutes early, but it's 10 minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite holiday? St. Patrick's Day. For sure. <laughs> Are you Irish? I am. Mm-hmm. What is the place you most want to travel? I would love to, I have never been um, to Great Britain and, and I would love to go to Great Britain. So that's, that's on my bucket list. And always want to travel to the beach. <laughs> I agree. Um, and what is the best thing you've done in what I call quarantine over this last year? Oh gosh. That you've learned or that you've done or that you've enjoyed? I haven't, um, you know what, it's really made me appreciate um, my friends and family because it's blessed to have such a tight group of people um, because we have all spent a lot of time together. So, uh, <laughs> well, if you can believe it, you made it through the lightning round with flying colors. Fantastic oh answer. So, congratulations. <laughs> Um, so sadly, that brings us to the end of our episode today. Do you have any kind of parting words you want to leave our listeners with? I, I just, um, we all have the need for technicians. And if you're listening, make sure that we talk to um, really anyone and everyone just about that this is a good industry to get into. And um, it could be a good skill trade for yourself, for your children, for um, people in your um, circle and really to talk up this industry. Well, awesome. Thank you so much, Holly. I really appreciated it. Um, my name is Sherry Altergott. Thank you for listening to Mahita Talks. Have a great day.